Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each and every episode, we will discuss and explore each resort, land by land, ride by ride, park by park, to determine which is better. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long, elusive question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me, as always, to help find the answer is Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm a real person. And (laughs) as well, we have Eric. (laughs) Generally real, yeah. Yep, here. And you'll know her from the Ears Up live stream of the opening of Avengers Campus. It's Audrey. Hey, guys. What's up? It's me, Audrey. I'm not real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Also from Scraping the Vault, which we're trying to promote. (laughs) Yes, also from Scraping the Vault. And uh, we we know our download numbers, and there are more people that listen to the Supreme Resort than Scraping the Vault. Although we have... A lot. We have a lot of listeners to Scraping the Vault, and it's a fun mm-hmm. show. Audrey's a lot of fun, and uh, we highly encourage you to listen to that show. Even if you haven't seen those movies, you'll feel like you've seen them because uh, oh, yeah. I painstakingly <laughs> break down every beat of every movie, and I we think it's detailed. more fun. Yes, it's more fun to listen to our show than watch those movies. And uh, also, I can attest to that. <laughs> thank you. We have a li- he's a listener. Save it, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eric, for anyone who wants to go across the stream, and actually you're going to be going across the stream as well. I don't know if that's the right term. Are you guys crossing streams? Just crossing <laughs> streams. Um, yep. what, what, can, what can new listeners expect from Scraping the Vault? The uh, new listeners? Show? New listeners or just any listeners? Any listeners. Only, let's say, only let's the say new somebody, ones. Well, I, I, like somebody who says, hey, I only listen to the Supreme Resort, but I want to hear Eric go be funny on, or uh, funny as well on Scraping the Vault. What can they expect to the The very Scraping next the episode, yes, yes. The very next episode you will hear will feature me talking about a very poo year. Mm. The Not next 102 episode. Dalmatians. That's right. Very no. exactly. Well, whatever. Anyway, very merry poo year, which doesn't seem like a Christmas movie. We're not sure. Mm, there's well, I mean, from the title, there's no way it can be, right? No, it's it's definitely not. Unless no. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Don't tell me. Um, also, uh, we're still Jason still kind of has us on probation because um, we were on his show. We did a, 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 a Imagineers comparison of Joe Rody and Tony Baxter. Um, trying to get, you know, more people to listen. And, uh, unfortunately we are still under probation. So Jason's nephew, Asher is also here. My uncle Jason says the PC police have gone too far at Disneyland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we, we might have differing opinions. They're lowering the bar. Hey, Audrey, what's up? (laughs) Hey, my name is Asher and I'm a cool kid just like you. I'm also a real person as you can see. Oh wow! Cool. That's yeah, so. That's really cool, man. He thinks I'm a kid, huh? Clearly. Yeah. I mean, compared to the I think, three of us, you are. I think he thinks uh, a lot of people are kids based on young at heart. When you were a kid, what did you think of adults? Did you think they were 100 percent separate and different, or did you feel like oh, they were also totally. children? No, I. I same. Yeah, to me, there was just they were like alien beings. But now, oh. as an adult looking at children, I'm like, yes, you're a kid, but you're also kind of adult in ways that I might not expect, right? Mm. Sure. 
Um, this is <laughs> I the kind of don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Audrey, let's get to know you a little bit. So, w- what is the moment or the series of moments <laughs> that made you fall in love with the Disney parks? Uh, oh well, um, I went when I was a kid. Um, I went to both Disneyland and Disney World. And uh, I don't remember a whole lot of them because I was too young to really be all about it. But I do recall getting a signature from Miko and from Timon and Pumbaa. And those guys were my spirit animals because they were always kind of the weird, mischievous ones in the movies. They weren't the main character. I wasn't like, I want to be. Oh, wait a minute. I definitely wanted to be Princess Jasmine for Halloween one year. But I wasn't the kid ha- that had princess dresses all the time and was like running around the parks dressed as Cinderella. That wasn't me. In fact, I don't even like Cinderella. She was like the least interesting princess. But anyway, I have been to the parks once. Ah, yeah, that was kind of a joke because I, I asked all of, all of our guests. I asked that question because most of them are, you know, enamored of or obsessed with. So, but what is your relationship to Disney parks in general? I mean, you told us already or do you have more? sort of give us some more color on your relationship with the parks. I think I know more about the parks from listening to you guys than I do from my own experience because we all can, uh, you're listening to the show. You know that Dan, Jimmy and Eric are all Disney parks, Disney property fans, period. So like that's how I know them. (laughs) I'm in the back. (laughs) And you know who Paul, Paul, you know who Paul Pressler is? Yes. Yes, he's, that's uh, very important. The scraping the vault, Thanos. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. we we have bad opinions about him. I'm sure he's <laughs> perfectly fine in person. No, you know, he's not. He's not. Oh, he's not. <laughs> terrible person. I mean, I would treat him with the same respect that I'd hope he'd treat me I, with. I would not. <laughs> uh, anyway, so today is uh, this is our 40th episode, and. In the Happy spirit birthday. of everything, thanks. In the spirit of everything going on in the Disney World turning 50, and we've got a couple of uh, big episodes coming up, um, we wanted to celebrate a 40th anniversary. And so today we are going to compare the 40th anniversary celebration of Disneyland, which came in 1995, with the 40th anniversary of Disney World in 2011. So that's what this show is going to be about. Uh, there's no verses. It's basically Eric, Dan, and I all kind of did some research. And we're going to – our goal is to convince Audrey that Disney parks are the, a thing and we're going to make her a true believer. That's the goal. A thing. The so, difference between Disneyland and Disney World is that Disney World has like seven Disneylands. Disneyland oh. only has a Disneyland and a Knott's. <laughs> true. Thank, uh, thanks, Asher. Uh, is that a Knott's Berry Farm? A Knott's? I think that's what he's trying to say. I, yeah, I think, think. Yeah, I think he's going for that. I mean, I don't think he's familiar with Don Knotts. So, so he's just saying it's a size difference. I, I think he's a little misinformed, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah. We know. Well, who his maybe uncle is. Asher can speak for himself. <laughs> some of the, I'll just say, some of the Disneyland's at Disney World are called different things. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah. um, like one of the Disneyland's is called. Uh, Zoo. Oh, it's not yeah. a zoo. <laughs> not, not a zoo. Not the a other, zoo. Remember the that other, in the brochures? Another Disneyland at Disney World is called Universal Studios. <laughs> so you know, there's there's little differences. I think we're gonna get past show corrections back. <laughs> oh. Do you drink purple stuff too? Purple stuff is that like 
Well, I've had sleepy drank before, and that's like a little shot <laughs> of of it's called purple. I don't remember what it's called, but they sold it at airports, and it's melatonin and also mm. grape flavor or something. It mm-hmm. didn't do anything for me. Mm. Yeah, I it's, think. Uh, it, yeah, I think he's referring to a Sunny D commercial. Sunny D commercial. That, yeah, yeah. He probably is far too young to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny, there we go. There. What do we have? Purple Your stuff. Cool. Sunny D. What a cool mom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you're calling Audrey a mom now? <laughs> what? Well, I've been called 10. worse. <laughs> <laughs> Asher's 10. He, she could either be another kid or she could be a mom. What, what does he know? Yeah, that's right. Do you have She's any gum? <laughs> <laughs> do I have any what? Do you have any gum? <laughs> oh, gum? No, I've got some mints, though. Um, and some floss <laughs> within reach. Lip hey, balm. Audrey, watch this. Oh. Asher, wow, that's really cool. You just folded that piece of paper into an origami swan. That's going to be a really useful skill. He's such down a showboat. He really is. My goodness. I think he's enamored. He might be. I think we're going to get more. <laughs> we're going to get more audits. They won't admit this, but that two star review. Really messed with them for a couple of episodes. <laughs> two star review. Yeah, we got what? a two star review because. Yeah. Oh no. We we go start going off the rails. That's why uh, Asher started joining us because somebody <laughs> to keep thought us that on our, the rails. Yeah, because because <laughs> <laughs> people thought we kind of left the the format of Land V World because we kind of had to. We'd have to come up with some different ideas of how to cover subjects because <laughs> before we do Frontierland, we want to make sure we're covering everything in Frontierland, so we have to yeah. get creative about how we do it. So, oh, and yeah. so people are like that's not what I signed up for. So we got a two star review from that person who, who yeah, we lost the magic. It's okay, so, we found so the magic. Just to be clear, Asher is the corrective action. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Before we do the 40th anniversary celebrations, we are going to have a mailbag, Dan's mailbag of mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. hi. Welcome to the show. This is the part of the show that involves a question from Dan's Mailbag of Mail. And I am the the person in that equation. The aforementioned. <laughs> this question comes from uh, Devin Salsi. Sol- <laughs> oh, that's tough to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks thanks for bringing up the People Mover on an earlier episode. Do you have any idea as to why Disneyland hasn't removed the old track infrastructure, which they closed in 1995? The rumor I heard is that it's haunted by the ghosts of the people that died on the ride and that Disney <laughs> doesn't want to disturb their ghosts. That that team deserved it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the the real reason is because if they take it down, then the Matterhorn will collapse. <laughs> oh, is that is that true? <laughs> We'd be surprised. Um, oh my gosh! So okay, how do we start? The People Mover, for anyone who doesn't know, used to exist at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. It was. Um, Did you ride it a lot? Oh, I rode it so many times. What was your favorite part of riding it? My favorite part was the part where you would go at like five to 10 miles an hour over the Atopia cars. 
and fast. you could smell the gasoline and you mm-hmm. could hear your car going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> but, oh. but yep. I legitimately love that. I love, it, I love that ride so much. It's sort it's of Audrey. Now. What it did was it created a lot of kinetic energy and the, the Wedway people mover was introduced at the 1964, 65 world's fair. And they brought the technology to Disneyland and what it did is it added this kinetic energy where at one point you could see Autopia cars, submarines, the people mover and the train all moving at the same time. And it was really neat. And, but it, what it was is a preview of Tomorrowland. So you'd go through and see you know, the, what Space Mountain will be about and Carousel of Progress sort of things and what the, what the land is about. And they changed Tomorrowland in the late nineties to try to, you know, keep up with tomorrow. And, and, um, and so. <laughs> You know, it's just to kind of make it more fantastical because, you know, tomorrow, you know, I don't know. I, th- does Asher have any, like, comments about this? He's looking at me impatiently. It's. It seems as though he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, um, well maybe later. So what Asher. the point was, though, is that um, they they changed the ride to something a little bit faster. They had a ride called Test Track, which is a super fast, like, car ride at, at, oh, at yeah. Epcot. And so they wanted something like that. And the problem is the infrastructure of the track couldn't handle that technology because it goes really fast and then it has to bank and slow. Anyway, it damaged the track beyond mm. repair, but it still oh. stands there and creates a bottleneck and it's just, there's nothing happens on it. So the question is, why is it still there? Um, Asher's tugging on my sleeve. He's, okay. he, he does have some, some thoughts. All right, please. He's, he, okay. Just get up close to the mic here. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. May I say something about Tomorrowland? Please. Tomorrowland presents a number of problems for Imagineering. I mean, how can you have a futuristic land when the future will always come? In order to address the fundamental problematic nature of this harsh reality, Imagineers will have to figure out ways to revitalize the concept by introducing fantasy elements. All while keeping the basic thematic elements of old Tomorrowland intact. In other words, Tomorrowland at Disneyland sucks. <laughs> yeah, really well said, Asher. He's That's just walking Asher, away. I, I'm a- <laughs> Mike just chugging that purple stuff and looking at us like notorious. <laughs> like, huh. has anyone yeah. noticed him vibrating a little bit? <laughs> well, wow, is there caffeine strong- in that? He, he is the strongest kid the doctor's ever seen. That's right. Um, but anyway, that's kind of the point, Audrey, is that in Disneyland Paris and Tony Baxter is a, a really good Imagineer. He was in charge of that park and, and mm. Walt always had the problem with Tomorrowland. The Tomorrowland problem is tomorrow inevitably comes, which is what uh, Asher articulated. So there right. it's more, uh, they called it discovery land. It's a more, uh, what the future, you know, the, the future that never was and never will be, but always was, or I forget what they call it, but oh, it's Jules Verne. Yeah. It's steampunk, right. From the earth to the moon, that kind of stuff. It's cool. like, the, and so they tried to do that at Disneyland and it didn't really work. And anyway, so don't have the answer to the question of why it's still there. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I think it would basically shut Tomorrowland down entirely to remove it. Well, like that matters. Well, I mean, yeah, but no, I mean, like really shut the whole, pl- and it's also like an admission of failure. I mean, it's like, I think it's just there. And, and, and I mean, it's a shame that bank turns don't exist and that nobody, <laughs> you know, has invented them, but damn um, it. Yeah, oh, I was gonna. Rods. I was gonna tell you my favorite part about the people mover was that part where you went into that building and there were some flashy red lights. But that was the rocket rods. 
<laughs> mm. Oh, and then they blew uh, they blew a little gust of wind into your face. That's right. Uh-huh. I, I do. I do have to say. I, I mean, there's there's still stuff to do there. It's still a place for people to go and a place for for cast members to stand with signs, generally directing traffic. Like you go this way when you're in this lane. I don't know if they're doing that right now. I haven't been there in a few uh, a few years. But we'll be there July eighth. Um, yeah, we will. Uh, but yeah, oh, it's I'm a, it's so a, jealous. there's still plenty to do, including, uh, it's my favorite, uh, churro cart. Okay. Um, Just saying. so, but star tours, don't dismiss my favorite <laughs> churro cart. Well, <laughs> don't I, just I, brush I, it off your shoulder. Like so much. Ash. We haven't done that episode yet. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, like, so Audrey Tomorrowland is what it's called. And the attractions in there, you have star tours, which by definition at the beginning of every star Wars movie, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So it's technically a past movie, not a future property. Anyway, yes. and you got Buzz Lightyear space ranger spin, I guess, but it's a toy from like maybe the nineties. Like, I don't yeah. know. And then you've got the submarine voyage. There's a, with finding Nemo. Like there's nothing futuristic about submarines or finding Nemo. And then, and then there's Autopia, which is cars, which are the furthest thing from the future. And they're like really powerful gas burning lawnmower cars. So it's there's Amazing. more like destroying our children's future by depleting the ozone kind of thing. So like, uh, uh industrial revolution land. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Maybe they should just change it to that, but do it in front of <laughs> font. You know what I'm saying? Cause. Wow. That One thing I will theory. say about the Utopia, though, is that it did instill in me a deep appreciation, and I mean this sincerely, of exhaust fumes. Yeah. Like, I, I smell it, and I'm like, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I don't think we're going to answer D- Davis's or Devon's. Do you have an opinion on that, Eric or Audrey? Oh, uh, goodbye. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the 40th anniversaries. Now, here's the first thing I want to want to posit to you guys. Now, Disneyland turned 41st, Disney World turned 42nd, right? So, the thing about these anniversaries is that sort of it's a big deal for a lot of the population. Like, kind of everybody, it's on the news that Disneyland is celebrating its 60th birthday or what. I mean, Audrey, as a sort of theme park outsider. Are you aware when these things happen? Um, it might have come across my feed like, hey, Disney's celebrating 60 years. And I, you know, kept scrolling. But right. I do remember <laughs> on TV, you know, they'd have those ads like the two kids packing their suitcase. And they're like, we're so excited to go to Disney. And then, you know, they put a bumper on the end of that ad that's like, it's our 40th birthday. You know, like I could definitely right. remember or I feel like those I've definitely seen. But um, other than that, I couldn't tell you if it was this year, next year, three years ago, tomorrow, yesterday, or right now. Well, that's funny because my my feed tells me when a ride at Disneyland (laughs) closes down for two hours. That's right. And when the Skyliner (laughs) runs into itself all the time. Tell me how to think and feel about this, please. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make. And and, in that, None of us probably know when Universal's celebrating something or if they even celebrate it or, or Knott's Berry Farm well, or, or Six Flags. You know, it's just they it's make not up a new thing. holidays every day. Like today is International Gin Day. So you should be having a gin and tonic or something. 
Yeah, I just mean theme parks in general. They're not a big deal. They don't make a big deal of these these monumental birthdays because the Disney parks are so special to so many people. Usually, it's we're going to have new attractions, we're going to have new shows, we're going to have new merchandise to celebrate the fact that this place that is beloved is turning you know another decade older or whatever. And so, I that's kind of the thing that I'm trying to say is that these places are really special, and there's a reason why. Uh, wow. These celebrations are so big. So, um, but Eric and, I, and Dan, go ahead. I, I just want to put a pin in this moment to cash in later about okay that. Great, and yep. it could be a marketing piece, right? It could, like you said, you see an ad or whatever. So maybe they're just better at marketing than Universal is. But I think that the Disney parks are more special to more people than any other theme park franchise, and we're going to talk about why. And I'm oh, going to yeah. cash it in now. I think that oh. um, <laughs> what you, what you talked about is important. Didn't even give I, it enough time to double in it, you know, interest. Well, he like he talked about marketing, interest. and that kind of got me there. Um, yeah, if you spend your money now, I mean, a penny earned is a penny penny saved is a pound full. I'm not into finances. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Continue. No, that's, that's so. I I think it could be pointed out and i don't mean this is a criticism it's just a thing to think about that if your marketing department is smart enough to say that what if we bake nostalgia in as part of our brand then people will be prone to become nostalgic about the brand i i think i think it i think there's a bit of a um self-fulfilling prophecy there which is not to say that you know it's not deserved they don't do it well i mean it's a, it's a smart move all that stuff i just think that there's probably something there beyond just perhaps like Disneyland me, being magic yeah, that's fair let me counter it with this universal as an example has been a, a park a place to go well before disneyland walt disney even went to check it out to see what it was all about mm-hmm. universal as a as a movie studio is older than disney studios and could argue up until recently was the bigger studio so if you talk about nostalgia, they try to sell nostalgia all the time and it just, the audience isn't coming. They, they're not going to it. They're not going back for monster movies or whatever. The brand that Disney built tugs on heartstrings more because it's about the family and Universal is less about family. It's more about either thrill or spectacle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, 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 I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that there's nothing, there's not a there there. I just think that it's probably there's probably a dash more of what I'm talking about than like your average Disney theme park nerd is really, including myself, is really mm-hmm. willing to look at. You know, right? Okay. So anyway, that's that's the the general theme. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what happened at the Disneyland's 40th anniversary. It's the year of adventure, 40 years of adventure. Correct. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. So it sounds like this was right around when the movie Up had come out or thereabouts. No, this is 1995. Okay, never mind. And it was the year that, <laughs> the, it was the year that you came out, I think, and also um, Indiana I Jones had, Adventure. I was out for four years before. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was um, the Indiana and, Jones and, Adventure, was 40 years of adventure, it all happened at the same time. Okay, yeah, and just to I'm give just you- going to take a couple notes here. Indiana Jones, um, Adventure, uh, 40 years. I was four years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, so This is just, 1995. 95, yes. yeah. And this is Disneyland. And, yes. Disneyland, yeah. And do you want and, fries with that? 
<laughs> Hold the bacon. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> Get your elbows off I'm, the table. Jimmy, I'm very fat right now. Um, so I was thinking about this a little bit and I'm thinking like, cause I remember living through it and thinking, wow, this is like a moment and Disney's back and Disneyland's, you know, all these good things coming up and they're going to make a new Tomorrowland. They're going to build a Westcott center over there and all these things happening. And then I looked and, but I remember that not being like that shortly after. And so just give me a sense of like time place. I looked up a few dates and Disneyland Paris or Euro Disneyland opened in 1992. Okay. So there's that. And I'm going to get a little dark here, but it's going in a direction and we might need to spell out some of it for Audrey, but you, Audrey, you can probably piece together what's going on here. Frank Wells dies in 1994 and Paul Pressler takes over uh, for the parks in 94 as well. Yeah. So the clouds are the yeah. clouds they are rolling in. <laughs> because I, I will I will go to the mat for Michael Eisner for his first ten years. And I think he revolutionized the company. We don't have this version of Disney without Michael Eisner and Frank yeah, Wells for sure. ultimately, right? But it was the, mm-hmm. the the Pressler is as a result of Frank Wells dying, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't think he lets Paul Pressler in to run the parks or Disneyland or whatever. No, I think he definitely sees this guy is a monster. Who kills people? Well, he's a retail guy. That's <laughs> he's, he's a monster. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the Indiana Jones Adventure opens. I know Dan, you have a story about that that I'd like to hear. Um, <laughs> just before that, the uh, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin had opened the year previous. Um, and you know, just to my earlier point, th- there's there's a collector's series of dis- forty years of adventure, fortieth anniversary trading card complete set with an official binder. That you can buy for four hundred and seventy nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, they had they had fortieth anniversary, you know, souvenirs, and they they're uh, the fiftieth anniversary is the was that is it sixtieth is the diamond anniversary, right? And I have I have I have like a Lego style crystal diamond castle that's in our that's in our um, China cabinet because you know stuff like that this is really cool and that merchandise is very popular and it sells out really fast people line up for hours and hours to just buy merchandise that celebrates these things um, mm. like they have a 40th anniversary cookie jar like just stuff like that mm. like everything is and maybe again maybe to Dan's point it's marketing but people buy it so therefore it's you know you're, you're feeding what people are asking for um, that well, year you create I, that you create that need yeah. and then well, yeah. people I mean, to make it or ask for it. Yeah, exactly. So chicken or the egg, I guess. But, you know, at the yeah, end of the day, oh, yeah. they come off the shelf. Well, and, um, and with the cookie jar, you can literally feed them. Um, but yeah. I was I was, I was looking at a few things, and I, I believe that this was the – so the 35th anniversary, they leaned on Party Gras and their uh, love of Gloria Stefan. Um, and then – for this one, I think they really, really, really intentionally doubled down on like, you know, let's go pure nostalgia here. Let's talk about like, this is a thing that's always been here that you will, that you have always loved, which was really kind of cool. But then they just, they, that, that's just kind of what Disneyland became for the next like decade or so. Hmm. 
you saying that they they kind of stopped looking ahead and started looking backwards. I think that we see Paul Pressler and all of that coming in and being like, you know, looking at the plans and saying, okay, we're going to double down on this nostalgia element, which again, I, I'm a part of it. I'm not saying that it's, I mean, if it is crap, then I'm, I'm fine with it is my point, but it's just worth considering. Maybe it is crap. Um, You know what I'm saying? But like, like I'm choosing to fall for it and I'm not saying any, anyone is, is at fault for also choosing it. It's just maybe a thing that is true. Um, but I think they come in and they say, let's really, really double down on this nostalgia element. And Paul Pressler is like, Hmm. So Disneyland equals nostalgia. And then he just shuts down like the robot. He is. He's just like, Disneyland ah. equals nostalgia. Disneyland well, I think nostalgia. it's also the company's having financial problems because Disneyland Paris failed miserably. It is by the way, now the number one tourist attraction in all of Europe. And you know, it's it, people love it. Um, but at the time it was, lo- it was a money loser. And so all these big plans that Dan was talking about, this Westcott and this thing and that thing, it all just kind of lost its funding. And so ah. if you're looking ahead and building innovation and that kind of thing costs a lot of money, but it's free to, to be nostalgic. And so if you double down on something that doesn't cost you anything and say, Hey, remember this. And specifically Walt Disney, who's in the zeitgeist, right? Everybody knows who it is and, and what he did for, you know, entertainment in general, but also theme parks. He created theme parks. They, they weren't a thing before. And so this really innovative thing that it, that it was right a perfect storm in the mid fifties. War is over. People have have leisure time now. They have excess funds, and it's just it was a perfect storm of everything. Mm-hmm. He advertised this thing for a year, every week on television, where there are only three channels, and you know like half of America, if not more, watched this show, and it was basically a paid advertisement for Disneyland. And so our parents' generation, this was a huge deal. And then it was passed on to our generation and whatever. And, you know, find a person who hasn't been to at least one of the Disney theme parks in the world as a special thing. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, that that I think is the point. Um, But what they do very well is they create exquisite detail and they go into, you know, just painstaking detail of things, which is uh, ad nauseum explained on this show. And that, I think, is what really makes the biggest difference between Disney and other parks is that it's not only just nostalgia for what this thing is or, or, you know, the idea of what this thing is, but it's also a level of immersion that you can't Mm. find anywhere else. And um, yeah, anyway, it's not really what this episode's about, but right. The other thing we went there. Yeah. The other thing that they did, Audrey is on the 40th anniversary of Disneyland, the 40 years of adventure is they buried something that a time capsule which they call um, the Time Castle. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. And it contains Disneyland memories, messages, and milestone. And it lies beneath uh, a little spot with a little plaque uh, right in front of the castle. So the Disneyland Time Castle is dedicated to the children of the 21st century who may unlock its contents on the 80th anniversary of Disneyland on July 17th, 2035. Oh, mm. fun. Yeah, it's buried okay. right in the center court off Main Street. It contains photos, newspapers, an Indiana Jones decoder card. Because in Whoa, the Indiana Jones a ride. Dora in it. Yeah. yeah. In the Indiana right, so Jones is everybody ride. looking at the list that I, di- I, I, I just sent over? Oh, I'm I, not. I, am, I will now. It's in the chat. I, I sent it over just so we could pick out some of our favorite things oh from gosh. the Time well, Castle. What I was going to say before we do that, and this is the last thing I have to say about the Disneyland 40th. Um 
is that when Indiana Jones Adventure first opened, Audrey, on the walls of the temple for their queue, there's, they created a different language. And so there's all this stuff, all these sayings on the walls all throughout the queue. And the AT&T was the sponsor at the time. You got a little decoder card that would tell you what these symbols meant in English. So, you know, it's, uh, it's really cute. So that one of those decoder cards is in there. Oh, cute. And which chat are we talking about? Email me. The chat from this show. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in the oh, recording. On the, the, the uh, 40 years. Yeah, I there see. we go. Uh, 40 years of adventure. Disneyland cast member name tag. Grooming name guidelines. Oh, yeah. Eric, that's, can, you play, can you play the music while we look at this? Which, which music? The, you've, you've sent me a few samples. Uh, it's the... What is it? So they, they also the one had... With the most clear title. They also had... Um, Disney dollars. <laughs> but they, you know, they used to be able to trade in you know, U.S. currency for Disney currency. Oh, is it That's a crypto? <laughs> it is now. It's an <laughs> NFT now. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, there's, there's a, a song. Hello, everybody. How are you? Yeah, you're listening to it. There's a, they had a bunch of pins. They had a UCLA Bruins parade. What? <laughs> Must be a picture of it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Magic Kingdom Cabaret show with a K. Oh, that's yeah, yeah one K away from yeah. danger. Right, we're, we're we're getting close there. Two out of three. I just <laughs> this is really cool, and I like this capsule thing. But I kind of expect that there's some fireworks involved. Well, the, like, I mean, the whole the actual 40th anniversary celebration, which is what you're listening to now, would have fireworks and you know, speakers okay. and all that kind of stuff. But we're talking about the year, what they did. And sort of the new things they did to celebrate the 40th and the Time Castle is one of them. There's grad well, night tickets, grad night poster. Yeah, Audrey, aren't you excited to see that in the Time Castle there are Disneyland hotel restaurant menus? Yes, actually, I noticed that and I thought, oh, isn't that fun? Like, what was the trend in food in 1995? And I think it was like asparagus. Yeah, I don't think the internet was real big at the time, and so the impact of what's going to be in this thing 40 years from now uh, is less impactful now because we have a list of it and we can know exactly what it looks like and exactly what it is. So <laughs> it's going to be less cool when it happens in 40 years or whatever. How many are just player? I can't wait to keep listening. I want to hear the 40th anniversary of this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today All the people gonna- who have memorized this episode. They're, they're going to be there. We buried <laughs> this episode in the ground. <laughs> oh, it's already it's already there. Welcome yeah. to our episode about the Starcade tokens. <laughs> <laughs> still, still bitching about Tomorrowland. Still supreming about. Never they mind. still haven't made the Winnie the Pooh ride into. A Perry ride, please go to our Perry petition, which is a real <laughs> there thing. There are now seven signatures. <laughs> it's a real thing, by the way. Go to tinyurl.com slash uh, Princess Perry. Sign the Perry petition. Um, <laughs> and I just went and pissed on Paul Pressler's grave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so Eric, health, what do you got about? Risk. Yes. What do you have? about Disneyland's 40th anniversary. Well, I, I mean, there, there are two big things that I wanted to cover for the Disneyland 40th anniversary. Um, b- 
because you already you already talked about the time castle. That was the other big thing. But um, the the first is a, is a smaller one. Happy Meal toys. <gasps> so this was during the time uh, one of the one of the times where Disney was very in with McDonald's. Yep. Um, so all of the toys released for the Disneyland uh, 40th anniversary um, had little viewports in them. So they're like a mono view master. Mm-hmm. So they're these Aww. little pictures. You looked through the toy and you could see a picture of something cool like Peter Pan in a pirate ship uh, was a picture. You looked through that and you saw a picture of Fantasmic. Cool. Um, uh, the, Abu. There was a 10-year agreement, Audrey, with McDonald's and Disney. So you mm-hmm. used to be able to go to Disneyland, Disney World, and buy McDonald's food. Mm. Like they had a French fry wagon called Westward Ho, and you could go buy <laughs> McDonald's French fries. There was a McDonald's <laughs> restaurant inside Animal Kingdom called Burger Invasion, I want to say. Was that? No, that was in California Adventure. Oh, it was DCA, yeah. Yeah. And the, that was uh, Restaurantosaurus. That's what and it is. Restaurantosaurus. Had opinions. Yeah. Why wasn't that contract <laughs> renewed? You know, Monopolies? why not? I just listened to a, a podcast detailing it. I don't remember, but the contract basically just ended. So mm. post Eisner. Yeah. There we go. Um, but yeah, so uh, Abu from Aladdin, the monkey who was in in the, the case of this toy when he was an elephant, uh, when he was transformed into an elephant for Prince oh, yeah. Ali's entrance to the city. So Aladdin is inside the little thing, the little like booth on top of the elephant and uh the image inside is a is a in a shot of the dinner show at aladdin's oasis wow. there you go uh mickey riding a space mountain ship is a shot from the ride because that's kind of obvious um there, there are a bunch of others um uh roger rabbit bear bear in a log king louis in, in a, a a one a one seat log This is so. Just so I'm clear, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like when I was a kid and you went to the beach, you could. There were these people selling, like there were photographers on the beach where they're like, "We'll do a family photo for you," and then we put you in this plastic little plastic. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you hold it up to the light. Okay, but the the Mm -hmm. plastic casing outside is actually in the shape of a toy versus like a little cylinder, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, it's 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 that same exact sort of idea. Um, yeah, King Louis from Jungle Book was on a Jungle Cruise boat with a picture of the Jungle Cruise inside. It's fun stuff. Yeah, Jimmy, I believe, and I'm drawing partially from memory, but also partially from looking something up. Um, I don't know what you were listening to, but I was watching. I'm going to decide that she's friend of the show, Lindsay Ellis's uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, talking about Hunchback of Notre Dame, yes, the that's movie, an excellent video. Yeah, and she was talking about how in 1996, Disney and McDonald's did not agree to renew the the agreement because they <laughs> McDonald's was not happy with the tone of Hunchback. Oh, oh wow. McDonald's wasn't happy. <clears throat> they were not like, happy. too religious, too dark. Well, yeah, because uh or there's something something like that that I don't I'm I'm sure I'm not getting it correct, but I remember somewhere in there, and I know she does really good research and so do we, but we have mm-hmm. to know what to research for. Mm-hmm. Um so I believe it was something around that time that made Disney and McDonald's kind of go, hmm, maybe this is not working. 
we're not friends anymore. Yeah, no yeah. longer besties. But Hunchback, still the best of the Disney Renaissance to my mind. Best musical. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, what And you can about- listen to our episode about it on Scraping the Vault. Mm-hmm. Right, Hunchback 2. Oh. Bell's Magical World. What was it called? Which, the the Secret of the Bell. It? It's uh, Bill's Magical yeah. World. It's basically <laughs> Bill's Magical World. Uh, no, I just wanted to, for the uh, Indiana Jones, I just remember I was there, well, I was there actually opening day for the public, but also one of my favorite things, and this might end up getting cut out, and that's fine because I love sharing it, is mm. that when I was there for the celebrity opening, they had a number, the cavalcade of celebrities, and this is, you know, mid-90s celebrities, and uh sure and um (laughs) one of them was dennis miller and this was before dennis miller became you know uh tucker carlson uh yeah canceled (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what he's doing now but he has certain views that i do not agree with um anyway he was so they called him a while and they called so they called every celebrity as they came out on the the main street vehicle of choice and Dennis Miller was already called a while ago and he comes up and he's like, his, his cavalcade car is right, right in front of me. And right as they, right as that happens, they say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Sinbad. And mm. Dennis Miller in the best Dennis Miller way gives a look to everybody in his vehicle and just I, and I didn't hear it, but I could tell the tone by his face. He just went, Sinbad? <laughs> 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 kind of in a moment where he was like, I don't know what he was thinking, but it was sort of like a, I, I, what I ascribed to it was like him recognizing the level of celebrity that they had found. <laughs> Wow. And he's, and he's on he par was with in that level. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like, he seemed amused by it, but definitely it was a moment where he, where he was just like, Sinbad? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of an ego uh, right. downer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, Sinbad was a big deal for a little while around that time, right? Jingle mm. all the way. Mm-hmm. That came to a close movie. before. That came to a close before. Uh, Did it? It was the tail end. Okay. Yeah, th- it was his career. Basically, was at a, at a point where that response was appropriate. So, okay. um, it sounds like they kind of dropped the ball on the celebrity appearance on the Disneyland 40th. But what about Disney World? We'll get to well, that, mm-hmm. won't we? <laughs> we well, will. wait. We'll get to that. There yeah. are plenty more celebrities on Disneyland's 40th. Okay. Uh, because uh, you can see all of this on the Disneyland 40th anniversary TV special. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yes. It's mm-hmm. an hour-long TV extravaganza that's mostly a commercial for um, uh, for Indiana Jones. So, can the I new find Indiana that on, Jones ride on Hulu, or uh, is that on uh, YouTube? That's on the that's on the the YouTubes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hosted by Will Steiner, and for the life of me, I do not remember who Will Steiner is, and I refused to look it up. I think he was a host, amongst other things, he was a host of like those weird daytime talk show slash game shows. I know Richard Simmons had one of those. Where it was like, we're going to talk about the issues today, and we're going to talk about how to redecorate your couch with a sheet, and we're also 
going to put an audience member into this cage where money blows at them and see how much money they can grab. A variety. Mm, fun. That's what they're called. Mm. Neat. Uh, well, he was the host, and it, one of the. I mean, it's it it's Jack an interesting. Steiner? No, it's Will Steiner. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Um. It, but yeah, it's it part of the parts of the um the show are are pretty interesting where they go back to some old footage of building the park and they 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 hearken back to Walt Disney and this is one of those early times where they they really tie it back to Walt. This is when they wanted to not just say, Hey, celebrities love this park because there are plenty of celebrities because Eisner loves celebrities, but uh, it's also a lot of, uh, a lot of tying it back to Walt, making sure that people remember who Walt was and what he did. So there's a lot of footage of the, the building of the park. They, they pass on some of those, early those those stories that everybody knows like the early days of uh disneyland where women were walking down main street and their heels were sinking into the asphalt because it wasn't set totally and it was so hot <laughs> so really good stuff there and they have a lot of different call outs about classic rides that are that are either still there like the rocket jets became uh closer to the ground over Ooh. time uh, because uh, people didn't want to be so high up in a rocket. Um, they talk about the Monsanto House of Tomorrow <laughs> and the Flying Saucers in 1961 um, that that closed down. So they, they talk about some classic rides like that. It's, it's one of those things that they, they throw out these little hints where at the time, if I had seen this, and I don't remember seeing this this at all, um, at the time, but it, I would have been like, wait, what they've got a, they had a flying saucer, right? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do I learn more about this? Not through the internet. That's how, um, yeah, but, Ooh. but they also have a ton of celebrities talking about Disneyland and specifically talking about the Indiana Jones ride that had opened up months earlier. So they had a lot of interviews with people, uh, about to go into the ride after they went into the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dennis Miller specifically, since you brought up Dennis Miller, uh, he said that um, Indiana Jones makes Star Tours look like skateboarding. Oh, right. man. Well, and, and Jonathan I, Taylor Thomas w- hosted a promotional video of the Indiana Jones adventure. Mm-hmm. Right. And Will Schreiner um, hosted two game shows. That's my dog. And oh. small talk. He also um, was, he wrote the screenplay for and directed the feature film Hoot, which I will be watching. And I'm looking at his website now, and it says something along the lines of him and his producer slash partner, Jimmy Buffett, were involved with Hoot. So Hmm. he just became a lot more interesting to me. Oh, no. Is he going to be a Supreme Supreme Resort all-star? Who knows? Um, I don't have that sound effect. So, <laughs> Eric, oh. uh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> um, so, Eric, the uh, to your point, and and for Audrey, so the the thing about Walt Disney, and specifically, prom- you know, they 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 remember Walt Disney every time they have some kind of holiday celebration. It's it's all about yeah. that, and there's a lot of celebrity. 
you know, Steve Martin had his first job was at Disneyland in the magic shop. And, you know, so many celebrities have some kind of experience so close to Hollywood, et cetera. Um, for example, uh, I was listening to another podcast called very amusing with, um, uh, what is her name? Carly Weisel. And it was a recent episode, Taryn Killam from Saturday night live and other things. He's a huge nerd. Like he probably future guest on the show. Um, but you know, there's a lot of celebrity culture around Disneyland in general. Yeah, that makes sense. Will Schreiner so. does not have a cameo, but his brother Ken does. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> he's our new Steve. Tell Cooper. us a story in Will's voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Tom, or Woody? Um, you know, American oh, sweetheart. Tom-, Tom Hanks's brother does all the <laughs> all the Woody voice for Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> And uh, he'll have a cameo <laughs> as Tom Hanks. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anything else about Disneyland's 40th anniversary we want to talk about? Because Audrey I just want a perfect transition. Yeah, I think that is a perfect transition. I just want to point out the the amount of stuff happening around this. It's merchandise. It's TV specials. It's an event happening in the parks. It's a major ride opening a few months earlier. There was a lot happening at Disneyland's 40th they, anniversary. They, uh, and they like generally have a large volume of marketing mm-hmm. to begin with. So I imagine you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about it. Right. Oh, you certainly couldn't. And within yep. the park, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that damn song. <laughs> 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 in now, fact that was performed five times a day at, at the tomorrowland stage and eric if you'll indulge me you can hear the characters trying to introduce themselves while also trying to get the attention of the audience which is difficult Meanwhile, you have, oh, by the way, this song, imagine people presenting very much with their hands, very showy. I actually, I can think of two or three people that I've known in my life who are Disney cast members or were Mm -hmm. Disney cast members. And it's like a very specific style of performance that I can envision perfectly. And a lot of times... a lot of times I'll, I'll encounter those people and they mention, and I don't mean this in a negative sense at all, but it's, it's just such a type that when you hear that they used to work at Disneyland, especially as a performer, Not you're like, a surprise. Oh, that's what it is. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of a visual person and I know we do want to get to Disney World, but like, did they have special Disneyland 40th anniversary costumes and decorations? Because if, like, I, I want to compare those personally, style by style. I mean, costumes it, are themed to the land for the most part. And so they try to keep those to that time period or land in general. But yeah, the decorations for sure. They spruce up the castle. They have signs everywhere, special ribbons, that kind of thing. If anyone could just drop a link in the chat for me, please. Just because my keyboard's broken and it's hard to like search that. I'll just kind of look really quickly with my eyeballs. <laughs> Um, so while you're doing that, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, um, 
Now, Walt Disney World didn't have as many celebrities. <laughs> um, yeah. But there was there was a nice the opening ceremony celebration. They had some cast members talking about things and, and, you know, paying tribute, of course, to Walt Disney. And I'm watching this like it's a dolphin show. I'm tearing up just hearing about, <laughs> you know, what Walt Disney said and his little brother who, you know, Walt had died before they even broke ground. And Roy came out of retirement to see this, his kid brother's dream come true. And he specifically, it was, it was, the project was called Disney World. And he specifically said, no, this is Walt's dream. It's Walt Disney World. So he named it Walt Disney World. And there's a lot of, and, you know, and Roy's dedication was really neat. So had a nice show. And they, they pointed out in 1971, when the park opened, they had 5,500 cast members. In 2011, they had 63,000. Holy smokes. It is, it is the single, um, largest employer, single site employer in the United States. Single site employer. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the only other comparison I can think of is Everett Field in for Boeing, which is the largest enclosed building on the planet right. or something. And but I imagine you- it takes a lot to staff that building. Right. I mean, I think Disneyland has somewhere like 25, 30,000 cast members. Crazy. Um, but yeah, Disney World, just by contrast, to give you an idea, is twice the size of Manhattan. It's the size of San Francisco. It's 43 square miles of property with Jeepers. 30 some odd hotels, four theme parks, five golf courses, you know, you, you, and just it's it's massive. And just for scale, uh, there's a ride at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's the uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. It is mm-hmm. larger. That ride is larger than Disneyland. What? Yeah, you could fit Disneyland inside of the lake on the on the south side of Epcot. Dang. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's for scale. Impressive. Yeah, and and to to keep it within the uh the reference of the 40th anniversary during the um the 40th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World in 2011, um the one of the speakers who's one of the uh, the the Walt Disney World ambassadors says that when that uh, when the park opened there were 5500 cast members and at that time in 2011 there were 62000 cast members it sounds Jeez. really familiar to me thanks for these images by the way dan sure oh come on this is what happens when i start to pull up audio i'm going to yeah. cut this whole show <laughs> yeah 10118 cut Jimmy, so no. I sound better. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. Don't cut my audio. I didn't hear the actual number. I thought you were talking about present day. No, I don't know what it is present day. It's probably similar because it hasn't really grown that much since that That's time. That's true, yeah. Um, but anyway, so there were some cool things they had for the 40th. They had a, a kooky, kooky Perry or kooky pen, excuse me, at the Diamond Horseshoe Review. They had California o- artist Noah from 11:30 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. They had a 40th anniversary <laughs> hand-painted vinyl Mation figure. Uh-huh. What time was that? <laughs> that was all year round, baby. Oh, okay. This By is, the way, okay. Just just to make sure, we're now talking about Disney World. Yes, we are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And this is 2011. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Um. So uh, they had. And what was like, the name of this one? I'm uh, taking oh, excuse race. me. It was the uh, Walt Disney <laughs> Take charge, Audrey. Take control. Remember, <laughs> that was magical. Shoot. Eric, help me out. I've lost my place. Remember the magic um, was the song. 
It was, hey, look, Man- we're also a theme magic. park. Happy birthday oh. to us. That's but a good magic. But they had a, yeah, they had a, a, a song, Remember the Magic, and they had a little mix with it with Zippity Doodah. So <laughs> I thought it was funny oh. listening to Remember the Magic when we had yeah. racist movies. <laughs> right. When this, oh. Mm. <laughs> But Did that's they have not cake? the title of the event. No, it's like Are we just, um, that's our working title for today. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna find it. Okay. Um, but anyway, they had specific haunted mansion merchandise. Um, they had uh, time castle. They did not have a time castle. No time, at that time castle. They had they, the internet. They, they rolled out a lot of <laughs> original like posters at the time. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the, the beginning of those old, old school posters. Um, there were, there were commemorative t-shirts That's that right. were only available on October 1st on the actual birthday of the park. You could only buy them online that day. Okay. October yep. 1st. That's like a Sagittarius or that's the day. Oh, I don't know. It's a uh, Libra. <laughs> what oh, would okay. the sign be? That's a good Libra. question. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Disney world's a Libra. Um, and Disneyland is a July 17th. What's the sign yeah. for that? I don't know. Not Gemini. <coughs> Pisces? No, Pisces. No, Pisces so is earlier. There wasn't a, ter- a, a ton of like new attractions for cancer. it. They, they did a rehab. Cancer. Of the, cancer. Uh, they had a rehab of Star Tours. Um, they had some minor tweaks. There's a new afternoon parade, the Pixar Pals Countdown to Fun Parade. They had a replacement of the high school musical event, the studios, Disney Channel Rocks event. They had a replacement of story time with Belle at the Magic Kingdom with a meet and greet from characters from Tangled. Um, (laughs) Tangled was good. Yeah, in 2012, this is kind of unrelated, but usually these celebrations are about a year and a half. And so they opened New Fantasyland at the end of December in 2012. That was I thought being, my mom celebrating her birthday for a month was a lot. <laughs> it, it is a bit much. By yeah. the way, uh, cancer, the least compatible signs with cancer, according to compatibleastrology.com, uh, are Aries and Libra. So that <gasps> means that oh, they're not Disney compatible. World, <gasps> the Magic wow. Kingdom, and Disneyland proper are not are compatible. Not compatible. Yep. Wow. That's actually – Kind of, that's kind of brilliant, and it's kind of true because hmm. they're they're never- too much alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they added a zebra exhibit at the end of the Kilimanjaro safaris at Animal Kingdom, at uh, Hollywood Studios, Phineas and Ferb play and greet experience. Um, the Legend of Jack Sparrow opens in November. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. Art of Animation Resort opened, which had like 1120 suites. And uh, 864. It's a hotel. Yeah, it's a resort. It opened in 2012. uh, Themed after Cars, Finding Nemo, Lion King, Little Mermaid. Um, Across the property, a new vacation club gets under construction at the Grand Floridian. Um, Star Wars, this is what it says in 2011. Star Wars, not a park event per se, but the $4 billion purchase of George Lucas's Lucasfilm holdings <laughs> is a major milestone for the future of Disney attractions. Oh, yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, and uh, by the way, California Adventure is an Aquarius, and uh, its <laughs> most compatible signs are gemini libra and sagittarius so it is compatible with disneyland okay good. no one's compatible mm. with a scorpio 
Um, at Epcot, they opened a new test track sponsored by Chevrolet. They changed that. Agent P's World Showcase Adventure replaces Kim Possible. Uh, <laughs> Habit Heroes opens and then closes due to bad publicity. Monsieur Paul creates a new upstairs dining experience at France while the boulangerie boulangerie patisserie down the street undergoes a major expansion. The baguettes. They added the... Hurry up! uh, At downtown Disney, they added a new characters and flight balloons, a hot air balloon that you can do. Um, A real hot Uh, air balloon or like an animatronic one? Well, it's a real hot air balloon. It, you can get in it and rise up by, I don't know, say 100 feet or something like that. It's tethered to the ground. but Okay, that was my next question, I guess. So this is a new characters in flight balloon rises after the previous balloon was grounded due to an accident in Hong Kong. Ooh. Whoops. Splitsville, USA, with its retro bowling alley, occupies the former space vacated the previous years by Virgin Megastore. <laughs> Uh, Magic Kingdom, Big Thunder Mountain, and Country Bear Jamboree, and even the Sunshine, Sunshine Tree Terrace open after major updates and revisions. But this is nothing when the largest expansion came to the most popular land in the most popular theme park in the world. By the end of that year, a 26-acre expansion would include new themed attractions, restaurants, and shops based on Dumbo, The Little Mermaid, and Beauty and the Beast. All of this an estimated $425 million. Wow. New so fantasy land. New fantasy that land. That is a big deal. It and is. It's just in really cool. Animal Kingdom is a Taurus. April. And it is compatible with Pisces, Cancer, Virgo, and Capricorn. So it is oh, compatible awesome. with Disneyland. Great. <laughs> I think we found <sighs> your new calling, Dan. <laughs> Compatibility astrology. of Astrology. <laughs> Theme park astrologist. Um, Hello, I'm a theme park astrologist. <laughs> Which essential oils? Which essential oh, oils could, are they? What? We can look that up. I uh, don't know. <laughs> so maybe a new feature if 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 Dan's mailbag of mail falls apart is I can read the, the horoscopes. The, the horoscope. I love that today's horoscope of. <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios. <laughs> oh my gosh! We should oh post my. that on our Facebook page every day. <laughs> <laughs> you will definitely get a, a. You'll draw more people in that way. That's for sure. There's an audience there. <laughs> That's a whole conversation, though, Dan. I, I think we could totally nerd out on that, like dealing with the <laughs> astrological signs of theme parks and how they make sense. I, I think that I think that's a situation where we have a special guest that like. Specialized. <laughs> well, maybe right. we get Julie let's, let's try it back. Out. She's into ghosts. Let, let's Ooh. try it out right now. Okay. Oh, hi. Um, I'm going to read the Zodiac. This, uh, this, uh, whatever it's called. What is it called, Audrey? Oh, it's your daily horoscope. Daily horoscope. Edition. Hold on. Daily Theme horoscope for Animal Kingdom is... No, what I want to what I want to know, Dan, is the horoscope yes. on October first for Libras in two thousand eleven. That's what I want. That's very Ooh, specific. Okay, okay. Because that was the day it had its fortieth anniversary. It's more appropriate right. to the show. Yeah. All right. Here we'll distract for just a moment. Have you or a loved one suffered from <laughs> painful pancreatitis? Itis. Call this number right now on your screen and speak to one of our lawyers who will represent you in a case of law millions of americans have suffered from this horrible disease and you are not alone 
Again, call this number, please. One, two, two, three, two, eight, nine, five, eight, nine, five. And we'll help you out. Okay, bye. Love you. Richard Sampson and linkletterlaw.com. Okay. Daily astrology horoscope, which is <laughs> not something that they should have. Well, okay. I might have made that mistake. Uh, for today, which is whatever day that you were listening to this episode. Um, today's cosmic landscape is something of a dreamscape, Libra. Don't believe everything that you see or feel as the sun locks into a dizzying square with reality, melting Neptune. This aspect is likely to be, to bring confused feelings between the reality of your current job landscape and the big picture vision that you're building for yourself. That aside, this pairing creates a romantic dreaminess that's hard not to enjoy. I, I think it's appropriate for Disney World. These big dreams you're trying to build for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, they're 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 going to have their fiftieth pretty soon, and you know they're trying to build this future, but they got the pandemic got in the way. The only thing that I don't see in here is that it's not telling me when it's time to start remembering things, <laughs> because that part's important mm. for Disney World. Oh, no, that is true. Magic. But um, I, Eric, do you have that song? <laughs> well, let's let's yes, I do. In fact. Um, we didn't close up the horoscope bag, though. There you go. Poof. <laughs> You're really making me work hard today. God, I like that segment a lot, guys. Tell me if guys. this is too loud. That's <laughs> fine. That's a good volume. Thank you very much for being a part of our 40th anniversary celebration. You're welcome. Have fun at the Magic Kingdom this morning. Don't and remember, Walt Disney World is yours. I've heard that before. Okay. So, so this is 2011 and not mm-hmm. 1974? Yeah, correct. This is true. Let the sun shine. Let the sun shine. Totally. Wow. Wow. That's seriously, that's a track from Mouse Size, right? Well, actually, in, in Tokyo Disneyland, they had a similar song, but it was Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> they, they just took that song and they changed instead of world yeah. it's land they changed it they wrote a new song that's why they're saying it's your happy ever after land Disney world is your world right. what <laughs> this is how they ended the 40th yeah. so, anniversary so, by copying somebody else's song okay I'm giving this two thumbs down oh, no. <laughs> the, song, the song is not getting a uh, it, no the other the first one was better Disney okay. land had a better just, um, I don't want to call it early, but here's how I'm feeling right now about the songs. Okay. Um, how did you, how did you feel about the decorations? Did you ever land on that? Oh, I did. So I did look at the decorations. Um, I love this kind of futuristic vibe, but also, you know, with the, 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 the nod to the Indiana Jones font, that's very, very nice. The colors are all kind of weird, like secondary colors, like teal mm. instead of um, 
straight blue, which, you know, green is a secondary color. So green plus blue, you get this teal thing. You got like these weird purples and also eggplant colors. Purple is a secondary color. Bing, bang, boom. We all know this third grade. Uh, and then you get this like weird yellow and kind of orangey thing. So yeah, it's not like it's bright and fun and interesting, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's from 1995. So it feels kind of 1995 to me, but yeah, fine. Acceptable. I get it. Yeah. By the way, it's well, 40 magical years is the name of the celebration. Oh, great. For Disney world. Very specific. Disney world. Mm-hmm. Not as well, and Audrey, if, if it makes you, if, it, if it, if it helps, the entirety of Tomorrowland was those colors um, just a few years later. Ah, I see. <laughs> and I, there's a Google image, Google image search that I just dropped in. Thank you so much because, again, my keyboard doesn't work right yeah, you now. You can see Disney World's 40th and some of their decorations. That's a little more mm. understated. It feels very yeah. traditional Disney. Yeah. It doesn't I, really say to me we have enough land to build. <laughs> How many Disneyland's was it, Asher? Was it seven? It was, I think it was seven Disneyland's. Um, are you guys seeing this castle in the Disney World picture? Wow, that one's yeah. like way nice. I yeah. feel like they could, like, for example, for the, the song, they could have, like, sold a square acre of the land and said, hey, let's hire somebody like to write it <laughs> something new. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the way it's always been with with Walt Disney World um for years up long time years up listeners um when Jason and Taryn went to Disney World for the first time it was the they were there on the day of the 45th anniversary. <laughs> And they didn't even know, probably. (laughs) Right. The cast members had no idea. They were the ones telling cast members, isn't it the 45th anniversary? And they said, oh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) And in Disneyland, they hand out pins. I mean, they hand out pins on Mickey's birthday. They they used to hand out flowers to mothers on Mother's Day. There you go. But yeah, it's not to say that Disney World doesn't know how to do this. On the 25th anniversary, Audrey, they put in a cake castle. Mm. Um, I'm looking at a picture of that right now. I was going to say, if you're looking at the same the Amazing. same stuff that Jimmy sent over, yeah, they covered over Cinderella Castle with this part of it's painted over. Some of it is that inflatable inflatable like lawn That's lawn ornament stuff. Pretty it's, clever. It, in some ways, it looked ridiculous, mm-hmm. and in other ways, it's kind of legendary. I don't know. Yeah. There were a lot of people. This is a scandal, Audrey. There's a lot of people who are split on this thing, but for the most part, it is a scandal that, you know, like they, a lot of people get married there and that's the picture of their wedding pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Which is amazing. Well, I mean, Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) All right, guys, let's not all kid ourselves. This is a hundred percent tacky and making it tackier doesn't really change that fact. It's going to be tacky regardless. (laughs) Wait a minute, Audrey, are you, are you going on record as saying that Disney world is tacky? Whoa. Uh, How we're getting married at Disney world is tacky. (laughs) Weddings are tacky. I work on weddings. Okay. I feel like I'm at, I'm, I'm an authority on this. You style bright stylist. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Any, any, any wedding that is trying not to be tacky is tacky in some way. I promise you. And like, it's okay to be tacky. I, I embrace tackiness. 
And there's also an image uh, of the entrance of the train station where there's a sign that says, let the memories begin, Dan. So they, they told you <laughs> when to start. <laughs> yeah, I remember That's not where. the last time I went, but the time before they were, there were so many <laughs> things where I was just like, start, start making memories now. I'm like, that's how the brain works. Like you can't, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, there was like a joke that we would make with it. Like my amnesia is cured. <laughs> <laughs> we can start remembering now. The, the sign told us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I remember going to the 25th anniversary. I, I remember seeing the castle and going, Oh, I can't wait for the 50th. Oh, man. What are they going to do next Me in so, 25 years? And here I am. The 50th on a looks really nice. Our, yeah, it's well, much classier. Current castle is really pretty. Doesn't look edible, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it anyway. sway in the breeze. <laughs> did it wait? Did it sway in the breeze? Yeah, because half of it was inflatable. If there was a heavy wind, some of those things would move, and you'd see them rippling. Those like gumdrops and other things, like the the lifesavers and stuff, it would move. That's cool. It gives it a little bit of 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 movement. It's animated, like dynamic. Right. So it's kinetic energy. So it's like all the castles in the movies on Scraping the Vault. Yeah, (laughs) they move, moving, they sway because of poor animation. Oh. Including the one in uh, Very Merry Pooh here. Okay, but, <laughs> but think about like any cake in a Disney movie where, uh, for example, Sleeping Beauty, when they're decorating the cake and it kind of like it, 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 uh, the frosting hits it and it kind of wobbles a little bit. Like, don't mm-hmm. you love that? So seeing the castle decked out as like a big confection and like seeing that wobble a little bit, I'd be like, it's alive. Oh. And I'd stand Honestly. for that if it was Sleeping Beauty's castle, but this is Cinderella's castle. Oh, oh, we've, Ooh. we've, we've, we've defaced it, haven't we? <laughs> Honestly, I, I see this and I, so I, um, my brain always does the A to C thing where it's like, okay, it's a cake. And then what does cake make me think of? Well, in the hot <laughs> Florida sun, it makes me think that there's so many flies trying to get into it. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And that's every time I've seen that picture, it's just like, right just melting that's so funny it's like the idea they had for uh, rock candy mountain oh yeah (laughs) they built it with actual candy and turns out that's um, a bad idea that was a bad idea so yeah so that's that i think that covers it guys what do you think audrey which which one wins um (laughs) in your heart okay let me just go over my notes real quick i Drew a couple of squiggly lines. Something about you I'm being four years old. Stars. Uh, I sixty two thousand. It's a haunted mansion. Euro mm-hmm. Disney opened in nineteen ninety two. Trading mm-hmm. cards for a lot of money. Immersion and detail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Toys. <laughs> okay. Dumbo. Beauty and the Beast. Little Mermaid. I'm just calculating. You know, we're we're putting it through the machine now. Oh, this is how it goes. There should be more beeping sounds. <laughs> Disneyland is the winner. Oh, wow. Yeah, listen to that song. Right, they're not just singing Disney World, Disney World. It's your world, Disney World, Disney World. Consume, consume, have fun. Right, it's the cons- the consume consume is embedded in the music. 
<laughs> one of my favorite things just to that point is the trash cans at Disney parks say waste please <laughs> there should be a comma <laughs> that's funny uh waste I, yeah please. disneyland gets my the big draws for me were the were the theme songs the attraction so indiana jones that ride is like i feel so iconic that it, yeah it was a know, game changer updates to dumbo beauty and the beast and little mermaid at disney world don't really compare it's kind of unrelated it was coincidental mm-hmm. timing i see Sweet. <laughs> so there you have it. Disneyland is the supreme 40th anniversary celebration. We'll have to do this again in October when we can. And I'm still 50th. alive. And Dan is still alive. <laughs> and very real. Um, and, and real. real. And Just cool. Like like <laughs> um, anyway, so we'll have to do this again in October for the 50th. Uh, that'd be kind of fun. And if we run out of content, we'll do the 30th and the 20th and the 10th. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sarky Tokens. This podcast is a real good example oh, of what Oh, no. Don't no, fade out. Oh, no. Come back. Let's try it again. He just scooted right away on his skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. buzzing I- by the mic. Hang on. Asher, come back and do it again for real. This podcast is a real good example of what happens when you tell three unfunny nerds that they are interesting. <laughs> Asher, that's, that's kind of hurtful. He makes a good that's point. A, was kind of, was he talking is, about me or you guys? Kind no, of uh, we're the three unfunny nerds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I pretty see. much us. Yeah. Want to see me cool do kid. skateboard tricks after this? Oh, um, anytime. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I I have time for for a, a three sixty nose nose <laughs> dive triple hawk. Hey Audrey, watch this. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Wow, he wow. did it. Is he okay? He he did it. Jeez, oh, uh, that impressed. leg might be broken. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, I had dinner last night with my college roommate, and when I say college roommate, I mean for five years I slept in the same room with this man, um, and he listens <laughs> to the show, which is fun, and his wife. That's was a good the, setup. That's right. He was hi was Jimmy's the, college roommate and wife. Hi. Hi. I mean, hello what? separately. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't yeah. think that they, she listens, but anyway, so, um, his wife was the original Nemo from finding Nemo, the musical at Disney's animal kingdom, which was oh written by Bobby Lopez, Bobby and Kristen Lopez. And is that it is not the magic kingdom park. And her close friend, it was the original Elsa at the frozen show written by Kristen and Bobby Lopez, which is at the Disneyland resort, not the magic kingdom. They're going to come on and uh, and guest star. I mean, Eric and I are going to be the prosecutor defense, and they are going to be our witnesses, and Dan is going to be the judge. Isn't that mm-hmm. cool? Wow. Yeah. And our next episode will be actually scraping the vault. Will be uh, the the Pooh very merry Pooh year will be released on not only the scraping the vault channel but also the Supreme Resort channel on July fifth, and then July twentieth, you will hear the long awaited Frontierland episode. Since we've covered everything Frontierland that we can, and Natalie from Disneyland.com will be recording with us live somewhere at or near the Disneyland Resort on July 20th. Yeah, so we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, it's your 40th want- episode anniversary celebration. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> All what of this those is. words. Yes. Yeah. And then after hey, that. Hey, you know what else it is? What's up? Oh, oh. Oh, I, I was going to say it's my actual 13th anniversary with my wife. Oh, oh congratulations. Happy yeah, she's at work. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And when she's after finished, I hope you guys have a nice evening together. <laughs> we have steaks and um I've got some some kale and some uh, some some squash. We're going to I'm going to have some nice veggies to go along with the steaks. It'll be great. Oh, Very it's nice. the 13 on the 13th. 
Oh, yes. This is our golden anniversary, golden anniversary. but not the, like the golden anniversary, but golden. Yeah. Like your golden um, birthday is like I'm like on golden, the 22nd. Like golden's mustard. Yes. Right. No, yeah. that's golden. Oh, okay. Like golden's um, fisherman. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, trust yes, trust the Gordon's, Gordon's fisherman. You are married my, to the Gordon's, Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> Eric yes. is the Gordon's fisherman. Welcome to Scraping <laughs> mm. the Mall. I mean, if it, you needed a fun <laughs> Halloween costume, I think that would be fun. To do Ooh. get the yellow slicker, yeah, yeah. and then well, some that's white Morton's. hairspray. His wife is the Morton's girl. I don't need the white hairspray. <laughs> um, you've got, is the you've Gordon's got... fisherman Santa? <laughs> oh, here's a theory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, like you off said, season. Straight the vault. We've already yeah. started. Um, <laughs> that's how he gets all of his presents. He fishes for them. <laughs> he makes them out of fish, and then sells the fish that he catches. You know, by accident. Here you go, um, little Timmy. Here's a fish train. This guy is great at two things: fish and presents. <laughs> okay, Audrey. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being our judge on the Concierge. 40th anniversary. I'm not there. Um oh. and so thank you, Audrey. I want to also talk about concierge. Uh, there is a lot of really good things happening. T- busy times. I'm even planning trips for people. Eric's given me his uh, his sloppy seconds to book stuff. <laughs> I booked stuff for <laughs> Eric. I booked a trip for him. He's fancy rich guy. Are, did you want to upgrade to California Adventure? Yeah, I was gonna say like if if I'm really fancy rich guy, I mean, aren't there uh, aren't there some some uh, what is it the concierge the, the, yeah, the club level seat con- the, concierge. Seat. The level, the, yeah, the we can fancy do that. You have places. to say you have yeah. to say two nights so I can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, anyway, so apparently uh, I'm fancy. Well, the point I, is, I have a that, real question. If I want to get an ECV delivered from one of the many ECV delivery companies, can concierge help me out with that? Yes. <sighs> what is ECV? Oh God, convenience vehicle. Oh no. Yes. It's a, the, it's a it's a the only lazy or the, handicapped it, or fat people seats. <laughs> the, what are those? The the get arounds, hover arounds? Yeah, scooters. No. The the what do they call them? The uh, rascals. 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 Yeah. You yeah. had a name for it, and I couldn't remember it. They're electronic but. convenience vehicles, and it's also a social club that Dan and I started at Disney World called the mm-hmm. Epcot Cocktail Voyagers, where mm-hmm. we oh ride around gosh. in ECVs and <laughs> we drink our drinks and put the empty cups in the little baskets get in front yeah so they were trophies yeah Yeah. i want this i want to be on this (laughs) i know (laughs) who who wouldn't Uh, you're not old enough yet but (laughs) so so wait are we uh, have we fully converted audrey now is that it sounds like it it sounds like to me yeah i think epcot's going to be the answer to the first park she goes to so then it sounds like if people want to hear a, a conclusion to this part of the conversation, they should join us over at, uh, I forgot the name of our show for a second, the Supreme, the Supreme Resort, Resort After Hours, which Ooh. you can access by joining our Facebook group. Yep. No no paywall, just uh, Facebook.com. And I usually remember to post them, which I haven't done yet for the last so anyway, we feel been, great about editing them. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, listener, we, there's a lot of great content that's free. You don't have to pay for it. Just go to the Facebook group and you can listen. It's usually, you know, five, 10 minutes. What we're going to do is we're going to elevator pitch Audrey on all six U.S. based theme parks, Disney theme parks, and see which one she would choose to go to first. 
And um, so that's 856 Our Ears and Concierge will be the person, the people that Audrey calls when she books said trip to that theme park. Mm-hmm. That's right. Make sure to go to Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Coveyers for our new weenie shirt. It is the Cinderella Castle made out of hot dogs. <laughs> um, every time it, every time it's explained that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, the, the castle acts as a weenie. I've yeah. told this story many times. Audrey, it, Walt Disney called it a weenie because when he went home after the day and the day of the work, he would get a can of chili and a hot dog. <laughs> And he would wave the hot dog to his dog. And he'd wave it at his dog, and his dog would follow it around. So the idea of the castle being a centerpiece where people could get (laughs) oriented, he called it the weenie. Cinderella Castle won the first episode. I almost made this episode harder for Eric to edit. (laughs) He'd come home and he'd look at his dog. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyway. So Walt Disney considers his guests dogs. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, so eight five six hour ears uh, and buy your weenie shirts and contact us at Jimmy at earsup podcast dot com. Dan at the same. Eric E Johnson at concierge dot com. Audrey. Um, at Nerdry on Instagram, if you must. But really, I don't have great contact places. Great. Well, or you can just listen to Audrey on Scraping the Vault. It's a lot of fun. Also, you have Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, and the Banter Milk Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Where they just sit around and... It's the milk of banter. Drink milk. They just banter about each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Milk each other. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, It's a Star Wars podcast. But anyway. You're uh, welcome, Rob. (laughs) So in the meantime, go find the next part of our conversation at Facebook.com. Supreme Resort Group. It's free. And uh, we're going to sell Audrey on the theme parks. Until then, thank you, everybody. Be good to each other. And we'll see you next time. Fresh baked. Have we lost Dan? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. um, oh he's he has gone. Oh, um, we lost him. He has gone gray. Time code. Let's- I, I love that we've established um, Audrey just a little bit in in this part of the universe with the uh, the opening of Avengers Campus. Oh yeah, <laughs> seen by tens of people. <laughs> oh wow, that's double digits. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? what she was, was on when we did the opening of Avengers Campus on the Ears Up YouTube, and you were you were sleepy times. So. Oh, I was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> and Audrey was on it? Yeah. I was oh, definitely there. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah.
And then I, I was, I was like swiping on Bumble and some guy had a Captain America shirt on or cost costume. And I was like, have you been to the new Avengers campus yet? Cause I was mm. like, Oh, topical. This topical is something I know hell. about. There you go. He didn't respond. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Probably six, five guy. Hey, Audrey, watch this. Wow. Asher. Ooh. Gosh. I didn't think you would go and do that, but you, you put a fidget spinner on your nose and then tilted your head back and spun it really quick. He's a talented, he's a very talented. Do you think they had 40th anniversary fidget spinners? For Ooh, oh, probably. I mean, 2011. Was that? Mm-hmm. That was a little spinner? early for fidget spinners. Yeah. Right. For fidget spinners. I'm almost tall enough to reach the pedal on the Autopia. Asher, uh-huh. they didn't. You'll get there one day, guy. Yeah. Don't worry. I mean, how tall? Were his parents very tall? <laughs> well, his uncle's really tall. Oh, his uncle's very tall. Okay. I mean, yeah. What is his shoe size? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good that's a good indicator of height. Like, if he's got big feet now, he's going to be pretty tall. Disneyland, Disneyland, on the world, across the land, ever after. What are you watching? 